0: Now, Larry, we're going to talk about Tuscany. So, Tuscany is the expansion to Viticulture, but like you said, it's a legacy-style expansion, and it offers some really cool stuff. So, after each game is played, you add another module of the expansion from the three tiers. Mm -hmm. So, there's, like, four from Tier 1, and I don't know how many from Tier 2 and Tier Mm 3. But They get more complex as you go up, so...
1: And the winner gets to pick it. So it kind of, you get to decide. It's really cool, right? Yeah.
0: So, uh, you know, the legacy thing comes from Risk Legacy, which was uh, designer Rob Davio, where he took Risk and made it this game that changed from game to game.
1: So you could run a campaign, so yeah. to speak. Uh-huh.
0: and other games have used it, like done this in different ways. Uh, Rob Davio is coming out with a game called Seafall that is kind of his own world. It's a 4X game from Plaid Hat Games that uses legacy. And Rob Davio and Matt Leacock are coming out with Pandemic Legacy. Oh, nice. So, you know, other games like Shadowrun Crossfire have done things like where you're running a campaign, where you are where you use these points you get in the game to get stickers to add abilities to your kind car. Kind of
1: a RPG character building uh-huh. sort of aspect.
0: But this one uses a modular style expansion, but puts a legacy twist on it where, like you said, the winner of each previous game is choosing which expansion to add in. And it's a ton of fun. Mine and my wife's first game, we both chose together. We chose Mamas and Papas. Mm -hmm. And then she won the next game, chose uh, Patronage. And I won this last game and chose the Property Tiles. So we've got our last um, first tier expansion added in, which doesn't matter who wins, because you've got to add that one in. Yeah, And then start with Tier 2. And they get really cool. But we'll talk about that here in a minute. But let's go ahead and talk about um, the ones we've opened up so far. Mamas and Papas and Patronage. Like I said, we've already added in Property Tiles for the next game, but we haven't played them. Mm So Mamas and Papas adds in variable setup to the game. So, uh, A little bit of asymmetry. Yeah, instead of each player getting Merlot card, a two workers with their Grande worker, three Lira, and one random summer visitor. Instead of that happening, uh, each person gets a Mama card and a Papa card. So the Mama cards usually include your two normal workers and a certain amount of wine or visitor cards. So you might get a summer and winter visitor card and a wine card, or two or three wine cards, or, you know, two wine cards and a summer visitor. So you actually end up getting more to start the game with, yeah. more cards. Mm-hmm. Then the Papa cards are going to include your Grande worker, and I've seen a couple that don't. Hmm. I bet um, they have
1: a big other thing, though, right?
0: Uh, not, uh, No, actually, I've seen a Mama card that included four cards and only one worker, something like
1: yeah, that. Yeah, yeah.
0: And actually, there's some that have three workers. Like you could start the game with four workers wow. instead of three.
1: That could be very yeah. Powerful.
0: And the Papa cards will include money, and it's usually a decent amount of money, like five lira instead of three. Yeah, you know what I and mean. And again,
1: those a lot of well, a couple I know the Papa cards we saw have that same choice. Yeah, you that's get, what all
0: the Papa cards are.
1: Yeah, you get this or this. Mm-hmm. So
0: so they'll give you your money, and then it'll have a choice, mm-hmm. which is like usually more money or a building, a structure. So you get to start the game with a structure, but everybody gets it. I kind of started at a deficit the other day where, what was it, my cottage? Like, it gave me my cottage?
1: Yeah. Or something. Or no, I think
0: it actually, I don't remember what it gave me. You started with the windmill. Mm-hmm. Haley started with, like, irrigation. Mm-hmm. And I started with the yoke. That's what it was. That's what it was. And the yoke's good, but I actually forgot to put it out there and forgot I had it the whole game. Yeah. No, actually, I chose the money. That's right. That's, That's right. That's what it was. You so, pick the other one. You know, I was thinking, you know, the first couple times we played Mamas and Papas that, like, who would ever pick the money over the building? But it happened because... Uh, and then now I'm talking about how important the yoke is. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, that's usually going to give you a choice. And the choice is kind of cool. Like, I mean, yeah. oh, what am I going to choose? But then you get to start with more stuff. But it's really cool. It can create a cool boost to you because you got more cards, you got more money, you get to start with the building, but also a challenge to work with what you get if yours isn't as good as the other players mm-hmm. and to work against what your opponents get. Oh, man, they started with a tasting room. They're going to start racking up those points right Right. off the get-go instead of having to build up some money and go to the build-a-structure place. You know what I mean? Yeah. I really thought the Mamas and Papas is really cool. I mean, it's probably my favorite one so far. We've only opened up two, but out of the two, it's kind of the coolest. Yeah. It's just a variable setup. such a nifty idea. Instead of of each player starts with this every single game, you never know what you're going to start the game with. How cool is that, right? It's pretty cool. So patronage... Patronage is a little, it's not hard to figure out, but it was a little more, uh, I kind of get how it works. And then you get it and it kind of nifty. Uh, so it's got a wine order on one side mm-hmm. and the wine order has a value of five. That's any wine, mm-hmm. any wine that's value of five. And when you fill this wine order, you have to go to the fill wine order space and you fill this and it gives you three victory points, which is a lot of victory points. Yeah. When so you're
1: like, only going to 20.
0: Yeah. And everybody should be trying to go for this because if other people are getting three vic- those three victory points and you're not, I mean... That's gonna put you behind. Yeah, for sure. But then what that does when you get that, it also activates a secret goal. Mm. So you look on the back, and it's got a secret goal. Mine was, at the, and all these secret mm. goals are scored at the end of the game. So mine was, at the end of the game, have the fewest workers, mm. which I didn't get. What was yours?
1: Mine was uh, have the most vines in the field.
0: Really? Did and you I, have that?
1: No, I, I had switched my focus to trying to fill wine orders a lot earlier on because I had neglected to remember I had my windmill, so I wasn't...
0: I sh- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I should have done a couple things differently. But, yeah, that was mine, and I didn't.
0: But I don't think you guys filled the original order no, on the I card never, anyway. No, I never filled I a don't s- think Haley did that either.
1: No, I never filled a single wine order that game.
0: But, yeah, if you complete your secret goal, like if you have achieved your secret goal at the end of the game, if you filled that wine order and it's been activated, you get two more points. I didn't either. I mean, I had, like, I think five or six of my workers, and it was at least tied with the other two players, you know? Yeah. What do you think about patronage? I mean, it's kind of cool. It's a cool little expansion, like yeah. an extra wine order, three point boost. I mean,
1: I like the, the idea of the secret goal because it may look strange and somebody may be wondering, but then they're, oh, was he just having bad luck drawing? Or yeah. is he working towards a secret goal like yours? I, that's I, true. It almost I never, has a
0: traitor element to the game. Yeah,
1: and it's I, I didn't know that, like, yours is something that's kind of a disadvantage. Like, For have, sure. the, have the fewest number of workers, and that that's rough. I, I mean,
0: can give you a boost if you're not doing good.
1: Like, you can't even. You can't buy a worker until everybody else has bought one unless if you want to fill that, you yeah, know. So you got to hang back and kind of,
0: yeah. You know, I thought it was kind of interesting. I thought about this after uh, we got done playing that I ended up winning the game, but my wife and I were tied, mm-hmm. and I won because I had the first tiebreaker, which was most money or lira. They use lira in this game. So she really won the base game. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have tied with her if i hadn't done that patronage card yeah so i mean i won because of this little expansion yeah. and it's an official expansion that's in our game every time now yeah. we can always take things that we don't like about the expansions and take those pieces out but i don't see us not liking any of them
1: yeah they, they seem so small and to add as much as they do it's why not you
0: yeah know? the next one's going to add a big money boost to the game Definitely. i mean everyone's going to have more money and then you're just going to be like Everyone's building structures really fast and hiring workers. I mean, a big money boost. I mean, six like 18 s- extra dollars. Wow.
1: Oh, that's right. It's Just, six, six each.
0: No, five, six, and seven. Oh, that's is what right, it that's is. Right. Yeah. But I mean, that's like big. You know what I mean? That's a, like,
1: that's a lot of money in the game. Um, I think the most expensive thing is either the tasting room or the large cellar, but there's seven uh-huh. or eight, seven or eight. Yeah, lira. I think yeah,
0: they're pretty expensive. So
1: getting one of those right off the bat with just just doing that is yeah. a big deal.
0: Absolutely, um, I'm not sure exactly how those work, but I think you just sell them and get the money whenever yeah. you need them. Yeah, I don't know if there's any sort of penalty to selling them, or I'm yeah. not sure, but that's what we're playing with next time. So I thought Mamas and Papas was really cool, like having the uh, variable uh, starting resources. And patronage was also kind of cool. Secret goal adds like a not a traitor element, but like, you know, just a cool secretive element to the game. Like yeah. you said, like not knowing what someone's doing, you know, yeah. they're doing poorly or if they're trying to get that extra couple of points. Yeah. And uh, like I said, it I wouldn't have won the game if it hadn't been for that patronage card, you know, filling that wine order. And that was the one wine order I filled. was the patronage card so we're going to talk about all of tuscany that's my that's my plan is for us to talk about all of tuscany i mean that may take us the next six eight months but as we play it uh, we're going to add in a new expansion each time and we're going to talk about the whole thing the next time is going to be property tiles and the fourth tier one expansion which is advanced visitors so Mm -hmm. once we've gotten in a play of the game with each of those We'll come back on the show and we'll talk about our, our second uh, Tuscany review. Okay. So future expansions include an expansion about growing fruit. These are when you get into the bigger like tier three expansions where it adds extra boards and stuff. Nice. Uh, one about growing fruit, one about making cheese, and one that's even a brand new game board that's way bigger than the normal game board i mean this was included in this expansion a whole new game board yeah and it's the same board but bigger the arts extended everything mm-hmm. and it's extended to include actions for spring and fall yeah so in so, the normal
1: when you normally just choose turn order in spring and draw a card in one card in fall right mm-hmm. but now it's going to add more stuff like in winter and summer yeah. awesome so
0: i mean You know, the goal of this game is once you've added all these in and got to play with all of them, like, that's your game from then on. You can, like, probably, I think they say, like, put in all of Tier 1 and Tier 2 and choose one Tier 3. At a time. So, like, either the uh, extended board or the cheese or the fruit. Hmm. But, I mean, it's so cool that, like, from now on, you're playing with either an extended board or uh, trying to make cheese on the side or grow fruit, you know, do an orchard on the side. So, I mean. This game is only going to get bigger and bigger and better, and that's what's so cool about the Tuscany expansion is that you're taking a game that's on the light-medium side to a game that's potentially on the upper-medium side or maybe even the lower-heavy side. I mean, we don't know yet. Yeah. You add all this in and have that many working parts all of a sudden, it's got to be getting up there.
1: Yeah, but it, I'm not at all nervous about it changing because no, no so, the smoothness of the base game, it could do with a little more complexity and still sure. still be... Very unencumbered.
0: Absolutely, man. And uh, it also has something cool in the box. It's called uh, Tuscany Includes a Module called automa that has cards for solo play. That's- so, what it is, is the AI player is driven by cards. So, at the beginning of each uh, season, you play a card and it says they play a summer visitor, they um, draw a vine card, and they plant. Yeah. So, then those spaces are taken. You're building a structure, giving a tour, or, you know, Whatever, yeah, and then uh, so it just like drives them. I believe you play their card and do all their actions, and that's what's blocked.
1: I see well, that dude. You know how I feel about. I love the uh, opportunity to solo a game. I feel like you can really get into a lot of the permutations you might never see. Yeah, if you solo a game more, and that's so awesome that that you can solo this one. Yeah,
0: I haven't been very into solo games, but I think this might make me solo this game. Yeah, that you've got another player. That's an AI. Yeah. You know, a game like that, where it's not just you doing the game solo, where you're actually playing. And I watched a review today about the solo version of this game, and it's supposedly pretty tough. This person, it took them uh, six games to actually win.
1: Well, that's a, I mean, I love that. I mean, same with co-ops. You know, you don't want them to be too easy. I feel like if a solo game isn't at all challenging, then pretty soon you're going to stop playing. Yeah,
0: why would you even bother with it?
1: I mean, it took me... Tiny Epic Defenders, like, eight or nine times playing solo to ever win.
0: I mean, why do you think Solitaire is so popular for people to play? It's tough. Yeah. I mean, that time when you win feels so good because you don't ever win, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's Tuscany expansion for Viticulture. It's Tuscany. Expand the world of Viticulture, and it is exciting stuff. I mean, the fact that this game that I've played seven times is going to become new and fresh and just something different every single time I play. And then when I get to the end, it's just gonna be this huge, expansive game that I can play over and over again, take things out, put them in. What if a new expansion comes out like with more modules? That I mean, be awesome. this is exciting stuff, man. <laughs> so Jamie Stegmire Alan Stone, fantastic job. This is gonna become one of my favorite games of all time. This game has to be on every single person's shelf. There's not one person who can't play this game. If you love heavy games, if you're just getting into games, this game you need to have. And, I mean, do some experimenting. Like, I mean, have a glass of wine while you're playing. It's the best. I mean, make it thematic for yourself. You know what (laughs) I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, just do some wine tasting. So, have a white, a red, a blush, and a sparkling. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, every time you fill a wine order, take a drink.